This is the Outback Way podcast, proudly sponsored by our HEMA Guidebook and Atlas. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. Today, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to Tony Mafadjian, who is the co-owner of the Kings Creek Station and also the Eldunda Roadhouse, which is at the turn-off between the Stewart Highway and Lassiter's Highway on the way to Uluru. Welcome, Tony. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here, Helen. Terrific. Thank you. So, Tony, I guess I'm really keen. It's just uh, great to touch base. Uh, you have, um, well, for the Outback Way perspective, you have two very key assets, I guess, and, and businesses that our travellers will uh, definitely frequent and uh, and in, enjoy. Uh, so I was just keen to actually get a really good understanding about the layers of those opportunities that people have when they visit Earl Dunder Roadhouse and then we'll, we'll talk about the Kings Creek Station. So uh, first of all, Earl Dunder, what, what kind of traveller experiences can uh, people have there? Well, I think it's their choosing. So, um, you know, uh, I joined this company about a year after my two business partners bought Earl Dunder. And when I saw the location on the corner of the Stewart and Lassiter, you couldn't have picked a better location anywhere in Australia. So what you do is you pick up those people that want to stop, refresh and revive, grab a cup of coffee, fill up and then head on their way or alternatively those that want to stay for a day or two and utilise our camping facilities. So it really just depends. We recognise the fact that we're a bit of a place where you might park yourself and then move around the territory, move around the centre of of, uh, Northern Territory. So we get a lot of overnighters. We've got 47 motel rooms. Um, We've got uh, 100 caravan sites, uh, around about 50 of those are powered and 50 are non-powered. And I've been there at times when we've had, you know, five or 600 people uh, camping right across the entire 10-acre property. In the summer, they can enjoy the, the beautiful, cool swimming pool and they can get fit on the on the tennis or basketball board. But when I was there last week, I did my best work on the sunset viewing platform. And that's... Yes. <laughs> I saw so that. I went, oh, that. That's a good place. We built that a, probably three or four years ago and in recent times, we rebuilt it and enlarged it so that we could actually run star nights. We bought oh, our perfect. own telescope and... Um, Uh, It's interesting to note that in areas around where we are, there's the opportunity for, you know, for dark sky accreditation, which I don't think anyone in the territory's got yet. We haven't, but it's certainly up for consideration. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But that viewing platform is just the place to be late afternoon. I was there with our our managers, Mick and Kelly, and um, we caught up because of COVID. I haven't been able to get there for months and so Mick and Kelly have been the managers there since the middle of COVID and, and sort of three months in, in the works for me to get out there and catch up with them. So it was great to sort of walk the property, get the red dirt under our shoes. We, um, we don't profess to be a place where people are going to come and stay for a week, but, you know, some do and might drop their vans and then head to the Uluru or wherever, particularly as... Uh, not in COVID times, but previously it would be fair to say that some of the bigger van parks at Uluru are totally booked out. So some might, um, you know, stay with us. And, yes, and, and instead. Just, 
Yeah. And, and it does it does provide an alternative to the crowds, doesn't it? You know, it means you can just do a day, and it literally is. It's only an hour, an hour and a half, isn't it, to the Uluru from Eldunda? A little more. An hour, an hour and 45, <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, depends. If, if they held the F1 races there, you could do it in an yeah, hour. Okay. But it's, Sorry. It's probably, <laughs> yeah. Besides, the Sarge from Colborough might be listening in. So, no, no, we would do it in a little bit more than that. But, yeah, look, it's not that far. Um, no, that's right. Well, when, when, in the scheme of things, when you've travelled so far to get there, uh, yeah, another couple of yeah. hours to Uluru yeah. is uh, not much. So, I oh, know that's great. And also good when you've got swimming pools, you've got, you know, it's like an oasis. It's just so much activity. The other thing is it's the geographical centre of Australia. So that's something for people to tick off their bucket list. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's about four or five different measurements on how you determine the centre of the centre. The ones that we follow favour us very much so. Uh, and before we acquired the business, it was deemed to be the centre of the centre. But uh, yes, the, the measurements when you bring them all together suggest that, you know, that's where we are. So that's a bit of a talking point. We've created a monument to celebrate that and we're in the process, you know, revisiting our entire plans for the site. The one thing that, that I'm really proud of as an owner is that we've injected a significant amount of capital back in. Now, it would be fair to say we've probably spent $1.5 million in the last five years revitalising, mm. refurbishing. That's great. We're in, mm. in, the, in the process now, we've got uh, 12 executive motel rooms, put mm. our own crew on the road and refurbished them. And I had my first stay in one uh, when I was there the other week, and they're great, you know, new floor, new bedding, new paint, nice. air conditioners, fans, lovely little en suites and whatever's required, new tellies. Yeah, so we're refurbishing as we speak. We're continuing to refurbish more mm. rooms to smarten them up. We're not trying to build the Ritz-Carlton. No, but appropriate and comfortable. Yeah, look, absolutely. And, and you know, there are a lot of people that travel the outback are still quite discerning about what they want. And uh, we've got photos in our reception of, of our executive rooms and you would be amazed as to how many times someone might suggest that I'll, I might take that room there that I can see on that brochure. Mm. And also, you know, after you're bumping around in a caravan and a four-wheel drive on some uh, corrugation, you know, comfy beds, duh, you know, you can't, it's hard to go past. Yeah, no, look, well, as we know, we've got varying types. I mean, those that go into the motel rooms and, you know, this time of year, I was out there, as I said, a couple of weeks ago, the grass is beautiful and, and green. And this week in particular, we've had a lot of rain out that way, oh, and probably probably 10 or 15 mils between mm. Kings Creek and Earl Dunda, but... You know, when the grey nomads are parked under the grass, I, I love to have a wander around and say hello and and uh, get to have a chat. I do that after five. Any earlier than five, they don't want to talk to you. No, but, but you can but go around once, and have a drink and have a chat. Once, and... once they're set up, you know, and relaxed and mother's got a wine and dad's got a beer and and I'll wander along and have a bit of a chat. And I've met some amazing people. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm a grey-ish person myself in my 60s, so, you know, uh, I can relate except yeah. some of them are retired and I wish in some respects that I could fall into that. But COVID's put me back. I think I'm going to retire I'm 70 now. Yeah, yeah that's it. But um, that's great. And also, you know, the, I spoke to uh, the Tourism Central Australia and they. Uh, the, what I'm really loving is that the Tourism in Northern Territory are really doing a campaign for summer on sale and really trying to get people to come out to the Territory in the summer, which is a really unique campaign because, you know, historically it's always been from 
April to November. That's the season in the Territory. And so I think it's a really great opportunity for people to get out over the summer holidays, uh, maybe take Christmas elsewhere and have something available, you know, and have, have that experience of the centre in the summer, which is different. But, you know, as you were saying, there's rain and many, many of the water, the, the surface water, the, the big holes and the and all the, uh, the river systems and things can actually get water holes filled with water. And so there's actually surprisingly a lot of water around, which people can jump in to cool down. There's air conditioning. We've got really, I mean, the, the facilities are... I guess, well appointed for the warmer Mm. days. So it's a really great opportunity for people to have a look at Central Australia in a different light. Well, uh, look, uh, absolutely. So, uh, in fact, uh, only this morning I blessed our Facebook posts that actually feature the summer savings. So you'll, for those that Facebook followers on Kings Creek Station or all done will see that we're involved in that. And, look, I'm actually a a director on the board of uh, Tourism Central Australia. So. So, you know, uh, I've been asked to be a part of that, which I love, to be honest, because I want to be proactive in developing tourism in the Northern Territory. So, yeah, we're 100% behind that. And we've been receiving bookings, particularly at Kings Creek Station, where they've used those. So uh, very, very supportive. And so going on to Kings Creek Station, there's Mm. also a lots of on offer at Kings Creek Station. And that's probably more of an experience place too. You've got a few more experiences there. And so, yeah, I'd love to get a bit of a snapshot of what's available there. Yeah, well, we bought the the business only recently in March, in fact, off Ian and Lynn Conway, two absolute legends of the area. And I was interviewed about this just recently and I was telling the journalist that I fell in love with the property and and then I somehow gushed out that I fell in love with the owner. Now, let me clarify that. It it was... (laughs) It was loving the work that Ian Conway had done. He has just developed with his bare hands, along with his family, an unbelievable resort. So when my business partners and I became interested, we became very interested and unfortunately bought in the middle of COVID. But it's a it's an incredibly large property and it's, you know, almost two and a half thousand square kilometres. Yes. So... You know, uh, if you want to sort of whip down the back fence, it's a bit of like a three-day drive across the escarpments and what have you. So the business itself, we acquired it because we love what it is today, and that's first and foremost. So it's got it's got cattle, about a 1,000 head of Santa Catrudas, and we've got varying degrees of accommodation. We've got uh, bush tents, which range from, I think, about $160 for a single, 230 for a couple. We've got 25 of those right along the, the Luridja Highway. We've obviously got fuel. We've got a restaurant. We've got a wonderful new chef there, uh, young Sam, who's just moved from Earl Dunder to, to run the kitchen, and he's a delight to have on the team. Uh, we've got a big bow shed that we would normally fill with punters through the season. It's a little bit quiet at present. We're in the process. We've just developed a, a brand-new logo for the site and one that I did in conjunction with Ian. So, you know, I felt that we needed to celebrate, you know, our our move forward. And so when I when we bought the business, I tapped Ian on the shoulder and said, listen, we're thinking about changing the logo. What do you think? He said, yeah, my word, you should do that. So I then began the process of sharing with him our artwork until I got the thumbs up. Him and Lynn said, that's great, and we went with it. So we're developing a range of souvenirs and clothing and what have you in our souvenir shed. What's little known there 
most wouldn't know is that there's a an area there which we've called the Mort Conway Camp, which is after Ian's dad, and it's a range of 10 tents, real quality camping in like a, its own compound area with a with a kitchen and, and a function area and, you know, for camp, camping. You could probably run 20-plus people there at a time. It's not on the website. We're just developing that as we speak. That would be um, great. Yeah. A family Christmas getaway. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and then we've got the Drover's Camp, and um, the Drover's Camp is an elevated on a scarp with the views of the George Gill Ranges, and it's sleeping under the stars in a quality, in a quality uh, swag. And uh, Ian tells me that uh, we've had many a famous person there, but uh, Hugh Jackman, I believe, frequented uh, that accommodation. So uh, okay. nice to know. And then, of course, we've got the Dreamtime Escarpment, which is the top of the range, yeah. um, which has got... Is that over the road, that escarpment, or is it back no. behind? Okay, yep. Back behind the drovers, yeah. So yeah, it's sure. got this okay. incredible vista. Now, moving forward, uh, you know, my business partners and I uh, are keen to develop the site. And moving forward, uh, beyond COVID, uh, the plan would be to do just that. We'd probably look to refurbish the retail. That's something that I'm quite passionate about, and it was my background before joining this company. You know, we'd probably look to put souvenirs and retail and fuel probably under the one roof. And as well as that, we'd look to, um, you know, add... uh, different types of accommodation throughout, you know, there's 24,000 acres of just freehold there, you know, for us to to develop. So, but coming back to what I said before, we love Kings Creek Station for what it is today. Moving forward, it it will be what it will be, but we want to enhance and give an alternative, I guess, to Uluru, which most people who travel to that region are going to visit. But Luruja Road, the gorgeous canyon and the resort, uh, you know, Kings Canyon Resort, and that's a wonderful resort for people to stay at as well. You know, Luridja Road is a good deviation. And, you know, they're talking about at some stage potentially uh, sealing the Marini Loop. Yeah, which is the Red Centre Way right through to Alice. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's certainly still a very viable four-wheel drive route. If people have got an off-road camper and a four-wheel drive, it's highly recommended to do that route back to Alice if you're coming from the west or or go that way coming back down to Uluru from the east. So it's so, because you, you just see so much and it's a mm. very, it's a beautiful part of the country. I mean, I love Palm Valley and all those little places, Hermansburg, all those little mm. places have so much to offer. So, mm. And uh, we're just in the process of updating some of the activities for families that we've uh, just purchased a, um, some new buggies. Um, that they'll be on our website soon, side-by-side, state-of-the-art buggies and uh we are running station tours with those. We The place historically did have um, quad bikes, but, you know, quad bikes are probably, you know, uh, not the best form of transport for us on that site. We're looking for something that's just a little bit more family-orientated. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And so are they still helicopter rides? Yeah, absolutely. Once again, it's a COVID thing. So the, yeah, the sure. guys there are, uh, from Uluru Air are, you know, I've had lots of conversations with them and they'd love to be there, but they just they just physically can't. And the cost of aviation is incredibly high, you know, whether it's the pilots or the fuel or whatever. So, yeah, you know, we, we're hoping that they can um, find themselves back there early next year in the new calendar year. Mm, that's great. Excellent. And, of course, also just over the road um, at Kings Creek Station is the CARC experience, Indigenous experience, which is extraordinary. Uh, I just think uh, what 
they're doing over there is um, wonderful and um, we like to help and promote that as much as possible. It just seems to be a really yes. just authentic experience for people. Yes, I, I, uh, I met them recently and they were kind enough to take me through and give me the Indigenous tour and it was outstanding yeah. and I'm quite honoured actually to receive that. And, uh, you know, Peter showed me uh, mm. some development plans that they're thinking about. Wonderful. And Yes, and, and I know that they've had some visitors there this week talking about that, and we wish them well. And, and look, in many respects, we're their partner, as we discussed. Anyone that's looking to take advantage of that that tour, you know, would more than likely potentially stay with us or the Kenyan, and and so we want to do whatever we can to uh, help promote CARC. I think they're a wonderful, wonderful community. Yeah, very good. Uh, and so is there anything, um, what are the best ways people, travellers, can find out more about staying at Old Dunda or Kings Creek Station? Well, we, we've, uh, I have a wonderful marketing manager, Amanda, who does a good job of keeping uh, the website updated. In fact, just this morning she sent me an addition to the websites for, for Old Dunda and Kings Creek, uh, which show an inspirational three four-day or two-day travel plan that's on our website today. So, look, you know, you Google Earl Dunder Roadhouse, you're going to find us. You Google Kings Creek Station, you're going to find us. And, um, you know, uh, we'll do everything in our pen. And, of course, follow us on Facebook, you know, mm. if you'd like to do that. We're forever showing photo or Instagram, we're showing photos of inspirational photos from travellers that have been out to our part of the world. It's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Tony. I really appreciate it. It's just great to get a, a deeper sort of an unpacking of, of all the attributes of, of both those uh, businesses and, and what's on offer for travellers. So I'd really, really appreciate your time. And uh, to all the travellers, uh, I hope your planning for 2021 is, uh, and even Christmas and summer out in the Territory uh, is going well. And please uh, have a look at our website, outbackway.org.au. We also have our online art gallery from our outdoor art gallery we're putting together with all the artwork showcased from across the Outback Way, uh, outback.gallery.org.au, and uh, you can buy prints and everything from this year's exhibition. So on that note, uh, travel safely and, uh, and hope your planning's going well and all the very best. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to the Outback Way podcast. The show notes will be on our website at outbackway.org.au. If you are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review. And if you're really enjoying our podcast, you may like to become a contributor through our Outback Way store for $5. You can help with the production of our podcast. Please stay in touch. We'd really love to hear your stories. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Outback Way One. And finally, thanks to Perk Digital for producing our podcast, making your journey through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut, easier. Please travel safely. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut. Cheers for now.